Are you an architect, designer, contractor, or engineer? Modeler.com is a platform connecting architects and other specifiers with building product manufacturers. Modeler.com's engaged network of over 240,000 architects, designers, and construction professionals use Modeler.com's tools to discover, discuss, and specify products appropriate for building projects. We at KZSU Stanford thank Modeler.com for the generous underwriting of production and broadcasting costs for The Modern Architect. KZSU, Stanford University's FM radio station, broadcasting across the Bay Area on 90.1 FM and across the world at kzsu.org. Thank you, Eris. We're joined today by Richard Vicks-Sorek, mayor of Dana Point, California. Rick was first elected to the Dana Point City Council in 2014 and served as the city's mayor in 2018. He was re-elected to the city council for a second term in 2018 and is currently serving his second term as mayor. Rick graduated from UCLA with a degree in political science and earned his law degree from Santa Clara University of Law. After several years as an attorney in private practice, Rick joined the U.S. Marine Corps and served two tours on active duty. Thank you. Rick then went into the United States Marine Corps Reserve, of course, as I said, where he continued to serve today as the rank of lieutenant colonel has been mobilized three times and deployed once to Iraq. After his last mobilization, Rick relocated to Dana Point and works as an attorney. For more information, feel free to visit danapoint.org. Again, that's danapoint.org. Hello, Rick. We're honored to have you and really excited for your show today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Tom. I really appreciate you asking me to come on. We've had some fun even before we got on the show. But Rick, I'm going to ask you for your audience's do you have a quote, a prayer, or a mantra that kind of carries you through the day or you know, even through your life that really uh, has meaning for you? Yes, I do. It's not a specific quote per se, but what I try to live by and what I try to think of while I'm making decisions and interacting with other people, and this is, I should preface by saying, this is something that I thought I had, but when I got in the Marine Corps, they really hammered it home as, you know, when you're faced with a decision or interacting with people, Sometimes the right thing to do is going to be the the hard thing, and the easier thing is going to be wrong. So always choose that harder right over the easier wrong, and you can't go wrong. You have to you have to live your life with character and integrity to make sure that you are setting an example for other people and that uh, you're you're getting results in what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, touch on you, if you will, that setting an example, not just obviously in your in your personal life, but your professional life and how much to me, I would think you almost have to kind of get out of bed with that sort of with that resolve. What's your thought on it? Well, again, they, they drilled this into us uh, in the Marine Corps when you're in a position of leadership, which. I suppose being the mayor of Dana Point is people are not only interested in what you do, but how you do it and the attitude that you have. So it's, it's really important to keep in mind that people are watching. And in order to set the example of doing the right thing so that people will work to the best of their abilities, get the best results, 
And again, that's on a work level, but also uh, in personal relationships and with the family to try to, to raise the, the best family and children that I can. You, you just have to keep it in mind that you are being watched at all times. And I want to go back to what I, we talked about in the in our green room is the um, strategic plan update, and it just just knocks me out. So uh, I think it's phenomenal. The mission is, and I'll read it. Dana Point's mission is to set the standard for an exceptionally livable city. Can you share with us, you know, why that means that much to you and uh, and the community of Dana Point to meet meet or exceed even that expectation? Sure. As you mentioned in the introduction, it was after my deployment to Iraq that I was being demobilized from that deployment. And uh, I am a California attorney, so I was looking to move back to California with my family. And since at that point I had one son, I now have three. And what was important for me was finding a, a place that was a place I could raise my family that was safe, clean, friendly people, and people that were interested in moving forward in their lives, that the city was was vibrant, and they wanted to keep the city moving in that direction. So I, I looked throughout California, and this was, I had a choice to live anywhere I wanted, and, and this was the place that I picked. So that's why it was so important, I thought, to uh, emphasize that in our in our mission statement. With that mission statement, I know it's a, it's a statement, but there had to be a ton of work that went into saying, okay, here's how we're going to describe ourselves, and here's a simple operation. But it's not, I, I, I'm just imagining, it's not wasn't simple to arrive there. You're absolutely right. I mean, we had workshops where we sat down as a city council, and we had a facilitator leading the workshops. We had public input so that it was the discussions had by the city council members and members of the public. And when you take that many people to try to come up with a very succinct message of uh, what the city looks like, you're right, it's, it's not easy. And a lot of work went into that one kind of simple statement that we thought uh, best embodied uh, who we were and who we are and where we're going. Going back to the uh, the history of um, Dana Point and keeping that tradition of you know obviously it's, it's a beach town at some some point I think I'm not even sure you know where when it was in the 20s or 30s or even in the teens to where it just kept it kept evolving. How is it to keep that character that true character and history of Dana Point while still moving ahead? How's that been um, you know a challenge and and even a, and a joy? That's a great question. The first thing to do is keep in mind that that is our history of we are a maritime city or town and a very big beach town where the outdoor life is very important to the people here so as we move forward with the the development of the town and raising kids here you always have to keep that in mind so we've developed a very good relationship with our uh, historical society we have a great historical society, great participation uh, from our citizens. You know, for example, one of the things they did was they set up a reading of two years before the mast, which was written by Richard Henry Dana, who our city is named after. And what they did was uh, they did it over a weekend and, and read it around the clock and uh, had people come in, whether it be city council members or uh, you know, local businessmen, 
uh, just anyone involved in the community and would read 10 minutes at a time and move on, then turn it over, so hand it off. And it was a really great way to uh, honor the heritage of the city and our namesake. So that's just an example. Uh, I I was able to participate in that, and it was a great event. And uh, it really does make you remember where we came from as we are moving forward. Yeah. To carry that legacy is, um, that's a lot, you know, and I, I'm not sure you know, I, I've talked with a, a number of civic leaders and they all do, abs- I, my, in my opinion, I think everyone does the absolute best they can with what it is that they have, but it's rather unique when you have such an outdoor and a history, but still maintaining and keeping that history while staying with the, tw- it's not even staying, moving ahead with the 21st century. How's it been fun for you? You know, if you can share some of your uh, joy with it. It's fun to be involved with the city and not not taking a passive role, but taking an active role in interacting with uh, the residents of the city and all the stakeholders to make sure that we balance all the competing interests that there are and all the competing visions. Because in any town, you're going to have different thoughts of, of what is important and what you know ultimately the city should look like in the future as we move forward. And so part of the fun is being able to work through those issues and come to a solution that is, you know, brings everyone together and allows us to move forward and feel like you've accomplished something and, and you're setting up a city that is going to move successfully into the future and somewhere that your kids are going to be proud to have grown up in. Excellent. You're listening to the Modern Architect radio show and podcast on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. We're talking today with Richard Vicksorek, mayor of Dana Point, California. For more information, feel free to visit danapoint.org. Again, danapoint.org. Back to the uh, the strategic mission statement again, because uh, you can tell I love that because I think it's so uh, forward thinking is that innovation and entrepreneurship. I don't see that often in a city. Those two words, let alone individually, but those two words being um, important. How is it and why is it important to be innovative and entrepreneur in, in the city? Well, the simplest answer I can give you is we believe, I've said this phrase before, but we believe in moving forward. If you're not moving forward, then where are you going? You're not, you're not going anywhere. And uh, a city that isn't moving forward, a city that isn't innovating, a city that doesn't have entrepreneurship and is attracting the best people and the best uh, development and the best residents and the best services from their government is not a city that people want to be a part of and, and want to live in. And so naturally, we targeted those things as important for keeping the city as great as it is. And, you know, again, encouraging investment, development, visitors, all the things that you want to have in a vibrant, great city. Now, investment and visitors, that's another thing to consider because obviously you're not just talking about or uh, working to make lives better 
and uh, more enjoyable for the citizens, but to actually still attract people, welcoming them to your community. That is extreme. That very unique. How is it with, to do that? I mean, I don't even know how to ask that question because it's that's a that's a you know more than just let's just keep our citizens happy and let's let's do the right thing by them. But we're also going to invite people from anywhere in the world to come here and feel really good that they're here. How's that to work with? Well, it's, you know, it's a problem, I think, that every city might face if they want people to come. But I think we've been pretty successful at addressing it because what we've done and going back to our, our mission statement and our strategic plan that, that we just updated, that I was part of uh, helping to draft and updating that, you know, we set some metrics, we set some, some goals for saying, how are we going to set the standard for an exceptionally livable city? And it kind of coincided with what my priorities were when I ran for office. And, you know, one of the things is that my top priority was public safety. And so we have an exceptionally safe city that the, the residents here feel extremely safe. And uh, we do do community surveys to gauge that as well. That's obviously an important thing in attracting people to come to a city, to know that they are going to be, you know, they're going to be protected. They're going to be safe as they go out and about. So, you know, that's just one example of, of what we do to make sure that we are the city that people want to come and visit. We do other things. Again, try to, to focus the city on its core functions of public safety, number one, but also making a, a clean, livable space, making sure we don't have potholes in our city so that we have, uh, we have good infrastructure. So as you travel the streets, uh, not only do you feel safe, but you enjoy where you are and what you're looking at and the, the shops and the restaurants that you're able to visit while you're here. And Rick, we'll step back a bit. Is Did you see yourself or when do you recall seeing yourself in a pos- either position of leadership, not just as a mayor, but just as, as a leader? Is it something that was you think is a part of you or was instilled in you? I'm curious to find out like the DNA of Rick to find out why it matters to you to be a, a really effective and good leader. That's a great question. I think maybe the DNA answer is the the best answer. I'm one of those people that is motivated by providing service to others and and to the country. And you know, one of the reasons you asked earlier when I wake up in the morning, that's one of the the most motivating factors in getting up in the morning is feeling that I'm doing something for more than just myself. So that's part of what drove me to uh, visit the officer selection officer uh, when I joined the Marine Corps. And that's, you go through an officer candidate school, which is all about screening for leadership to see if you have it or not. And once you find yourself in that position, you know, it's not limited to just your role in the military, especially when we go into the reserves, which I'm in the reserves, they talk about, we are members of our community. And we should continue to be involved in the community. So when I moved to Dana Point, I really did want to continue on being a, a voice in the community and, and leading where I could, join the, the VFW uh, as soon as I got here. And then when uh, uh, the election came up for uh, city council, I decided to throw my hat in the ring and uh, the, the rest was history, I guess you could say. Yeah. Now, how about with that leadership and the community, do you think or have you experienced that that leadership can be instilled or there's some, sometimes it's just within a person? 
Oh, it, it certainly can be instilled. And I, I think it's extremely important going back to what we talked about earlier, you know, raising the family, setting the example, mm-hmm. things like that. When you look at a city like ours that honors the military, we, Dana Point, has adopted the uh, 5th Marine Regiment. We have the 5th Marine Regiment Support Group that does great work uh, for them. And we have many military veterans that live in the community. And it's not just military veterans. I mean, we have other organizations, the Rotary Club, for example, is one I can think of, does great work. It's when you have that kind of community and people participating, people can see that and they they learn from what other people are doing because those other people are setting the example. And I think that those types of values can be instilled and uh, and they should be. Yeah. I don't think it's an, it's opposite of it. But another thing that I noticed is there's a high level of gratitude amongst the people just grateful for the city they're living and you could just see it and feel it just going around you know the pier every everywhere i don't know if anyone's ever quantified that but uh, i don't even i didn't even plan on asking you the question but do you think that uh, that plays into improving and bettering a community as well when there's a sense of a uh, i've never thought of this until this moment as as a collective gratitude i think of it as when things are going well and people when you're doing things right, people want to be a part of it. And you draw the best people and the people want to continue things being great. And you're absolutely right about the way people feel about living here. Again, if I could just throw in a a little anecdote, we do do uh, community surveys to find out how we're doing here in Dana Point. We do them every couple of years. So the, the latest one came out and it said that 92% of our citizens rate their quality of life as excellent or good. That's a pretty high number, I think, for, you know, do you like your life and are (laughs) things going well? And, you know, some people might say it's hard to mess it up. Who are the other 8%? How do you not like living in Dana Point? But uh, it is an example of how well things are going here and how well we hope to continue things on. It's outstanding. This is The Modern Architect on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. We're talking today with uh, Richard Vixoric, mayor of Dana Point, California. For more information, feel free to visit danapoint.org. Again, danapoint.org, where public service announcement is going to be for the VFW it's uh, 9934, and uh, the VFW Post and Auxiliary 9934 offers many services to the community, engages in various programs, which are sponsored by the Veterans of Foreign Wars and the Department of California and the Ladies Auxiliaries. Their services and programs are described on their website, so I'm going to give you the uh, connection to their website. It's uh, vfwpost9934.org. Again, that's VFW Post. 9934.org. Rick, can you share with us uh, why, um, that's kind of a silly question, but I'd love to hear, you know, why it means so much to you personally and even, and professionally. The, uh, the VFW, I appreciate you uh, oh, yeah. saying that, uh, you know, Absolutely. full disclosure, I, I'm a bit biased. I am a member of the VFW post 9934 here Absolutely. in, uh, in data point. And, like I said before, the first thing that I did when I got here was join the VFW post here to try to become 
part of the community. I didn't know any of the members. I didn't know what to expect. But when I got there and I met the men and the women of the auxiliary, these are the finest people you're ever going to meet. And it's not just some people think of the VFW as, you know, people getting together and have a beer and tell war stories. That That's not what our post is. It's full of people who are all about service to to others. And that's really what attracted me to them. They partner with the community so well here. They they host VFW will put on a, uh, a Veterans Day ceremony as well as a Memorial Day ceremony for the community, providing assistance to local veterans who need it, especially if they have disability claims or need to file uh, VA claims. Our, our post provides help with that. We also try to recognize members of the community. Um, we uh, every year we'll give out awards to the law enforcement officer of the year, the firefighter of the year, and uh, the EMT of the year. We also encourage students to participate in patriotic efforts uh, as in, in writing essays. The, we have middle school essay competition as well as a high school essay competition. So, you know, that's why it's so important to me. These people do such great things, and I, I, I really want to recognize them uh, for the work they do for the community. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Touch on the expectations of the city, and I'll go back to what you had said about you every, I think it was a couple of years that you have the feedback, and it's important. I would think, you know, there's a bit of risk in sending that out, not knowing what, what might come back. And uh, why was that really important to you to kind of get the feel of, the, of your uh, community as to how you feel kind of like you're doing? And my opinion is it was really bold because some folks you could have just carried on and say hey that's kind of what we do and uh you know if you like it well go ahead and you know here's where you can tell us but to actively reach out and find out hey how are we doing and what could we do better what could we do different what was was uh, that inspired by you or is, is that just part of dana point well no I, I won't take personal credit for it i mean i certainly was in favor of it as well as everyone else but it is a great question because I think what it really goes to is the leadership that we have in the city understands our role. You know, when we run for city council or become mayor, you know, you need to understand it's not that, you know, I sit in the seat and I make the decisions. I'm, I'm the king and this is what the city is going to look like. You, you have to understand you're there to represent the residents. So it is important to get their feedback and know what it is they like, what it is they dislike, what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. And it really is an important part of a representative democracy to make sure that you're getting that public feedback. Because again, we're just uh, the, the city council members, we're five city council members that are all part of this community. We all live in the city, as you as you probably know, and uh, we're, we're just average citizens that want the best for our city. And so we're here doing the best we can to make sure that we, we do keep the city to, in our opinion, you know, the best city that there is. Yeah, that level of care. Oh, I'm going to go here to the mission here of the uh, referring to the city of Dana Point strategic plan update. And the vision is a vibrant, world class place a vibrant world-class place. And that sort of, um, does that like move you almost with every decision that that kind of sits in the back of your mind or a little bit in your subconscious? Yes, it does. As a matter of fact, okay. you had asked earlier about the process that we went through to come up yeah. with the strategic plan. And part of the idea was 
this is going to be a meaningful document. It's not just we're writing down, you know, words, you know, empty words because uh, every city has to have a strategic plan. We we really did put in the effort to try to make sure that it had meaning. And uh, again, just an example, when we have a city council meeting, we will have our agenda before us. And if we get a staff report on a specific item, one of the things that is required of our city employees and our staffers when they're writing the staff report is they need to put in there what strategic goal this item is going towards and what it is accomplishing. So if they realize they can't justify it, and they can't answer that question, it, it pretty clearly comes out then, you know, why are we taking this up as an item? So that's just an example of, of how we do it. And, and we do make sure that we are keeping in mind the work we put into this document and trying to accomplish those goals. Excellent. Rick, is there anything that uh, you'd like to uh, bring to your audience today that we may not have touched on that uh, you feel is important to share? Well, I, I mean, first, let me say thank you for inviting me on and uh, allowing... You're welcome, and thank you. Allowing us to introduce... I know this show's in the Bay Area, so uh, if any of your listeners haven't been to Dana Point, you know, allowing us to introduce who we are and that we are a you know beautiful beachfront community in South Orange County. And, you know, we're, we're located halfway between Los Angeles and San Diego. And there are lots of things to do here. Obviously, we are big on outdoor activities. Uh, we're known as the dolphin and whale watching capital of the world. It's actually been trademarked. So come here and go out on a boat, uh, see, see the dolphins and the whales. We have a festival of whales every March to celebrate that. So I, I really encourage people. That's one reason to come here. But obviously, we have a rich surfing history as well. Doheny State Beach is here in Dana Points, uh, which is, of course, Doheny gets a mention in uh, the Beach Boys uh, song, Surfing USA. And we have some some historic figures in the, in the surfing culture, like Hobie Alter and, uh, and Phil Edwards and Bruce Brown, who edited the movie Endless Summer. So we really do have a, a historical and unique surfing culture here as well. But again, that's not the only thing you can do here. We do have some very fine hotels, restaurants, and uh, shops to visit. And, you know, I, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to introduce our city to the people in the Bay Area. Outstanding. Rick, it's been a real honor to uh, have you on our show and uh, exciting as well. I hope you uh, may consider to come on again in the future. I really enjoyed this. Thank you very much. Well, thank you very much, Tom. I really appreciate you asking me on. And, and of course, I, I would love to come back on if you'd like to invite me. Uh, you have my number? <laughs> yes, and, I uh, do. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> let me know. But thank you again for uh, asking me on. And I do appreciate uh, your time and, and welcome to South County. Excellent. Thank you very much, Rick. You've been listening to the Modern Architect radio show and podcast. Our guest today is Rick Vicksurik, Mayor of Dana Point, California. For more information, feel free to visit danapoint.org. Again, danapoint.org. Are you an architect, designer, contractor, or engineer? Modeler.com is a platform connecting architects and other specifiers with building product manufacturers. 
Bodler.com's engaged network of over 240,000 architects, designers, and construction professionals. Use Modeler.com's tools to discover, discuss, and specify products appropriate for building projects. We at KZSU Stanford thank Modeler.com for the generous underwriting of production and broadcasting costs for The Modern Architect. Thank you.